What up? What up? Welcome to the Continual Growth Podcast, where every week we bring you tips and tricks on how to kill every day and own your fucking life. I'm Bowanka. I'm your host. It's episode 64, and you know we're about to bring that hot fire. So today I'm joined by a very, very special guest, Jessica Morris. Okay, so Jessica is a certified nutritionist as well as a personal trainer. She also does a lot of speaking engagements focused on nutrition. Yes. So Jessica, how are you doing today? Thank you for being on our podcast. How's, how's everything going? I am doing super, super well. Thank you very much. And that intro was awesome. So thank you. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so um, a lot of times we've had personal trainers come on the podcast. I used to be a personal trainer. So we're always hearing what to do on the fitness side of things, right? but we never really touch on the nutrition side of things. And I know nutrition is just as important, if not more important than the fitness side of exactly. things. Exactly. So it's great to have you on Thank and you. it's going to be great to, to, to hear your story and everything you're about. But um, yeah, kind of, kind of walk us through a little bit of, of who you are and, and what brought you to, to where you are today. Absolutely. So you're right when you say that nutrition is a huge factor. Uh, you know, training is great. It's fun. It gets you strong. It, it boosts your confidence levels. But you're right. If you're looking for results, the it's not just about uh, training and it's not about exercise. It's also about what you eat, how much you eat, and things like that. So I'm really happy to be here and uh, share my story with you guys as well. So uh, in terms of my story, uh, it started off at a pretty early age. So 11 years old, uh, my peak in, in health and, and uh, wellness and specifically nutrition really started off because I went to the doctor. I, went, I wasn't feeling very good and I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and I had no idea what that meant. Wow. I thought I would just take one pill and then it would be gone. Mm-hmm. But I learned through all my doctors and dietitians that it's a lifelong disease and it's, it's caused by your genetics. So right as soon as I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, it was full on. I had full education on how to maintain my blood sugar levels through exercise and through nutrition as well. And that's when my peak in interest really flourished because I was able to realize that what I ate and how much I ate affected my blood sugar levels. And having a healthy and stable blood sugar level is so important for overall wellness and to avoid any future complications uh, caused by diabetes. So keeping a healthy blood sugar level is essential. So I really did find that eating specific foods would either raise my blood sugar level to an unhealthy number and make me feel terrible, or I could even not eat enough or not eat enough of the right foods and it would go low and I would also feel bad. So going, having a very low blood sugar and a a very high blood sugar are both terrible things because you'll feel horrible. Uh, And if you have a very low blood sugar, you could potentially go unconscious, which no one wants. So it just, it goes to show that, you know, food and nutrition really is essential, not just for diabetics, but for everybody. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. So this happened to you when you're at 11 years old, that must've been like really hard for you to deal with. And we were speaking earlier Mm -hmm. and you were telling me, um, you actually ran into some, some complications and and whatnot. Can you talk about that a little? Yeah, absolutely. So I had a dietitian, and I mean, I'm sure, you know, she was trying to help me as much as she could. 
good, but she was working off the Canadian Food Guide in year 2000. It's very different than what it is now. We have one that just came out recently that has changed for the better, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But back in 2000, it was all about dairy and wheat, and dietitians were trying to implement them into everyone's lives. And so, let's, let's not forget, it was sponsored by, it, by the dairy farmers. Exactly, and a lot of people don't realize that, unfortunately. So my dietitian had me drinking three glasses of milk every single day. So every meal essentially had a glass of milk. Every meal had a slice of bread and no one ever tested me for lactose intolerance. No one tested me for gluten sensitivity. So you can imagine how terrible I felt because I am lactose intolerant mm -hmm. and gluten sensitive. So after months and even years uh, eating this way, I felt horrible. I did not feel like myself. My energy levels dropped. Uh, I gained weight. I just, I didn't feel like myself. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take this in my own hands. I'm going to do my mm -hmm. own research in terms of nutrition and diet and what to eat. Yeah. And that's what I did. So I would go to chapters or any, you know, uh, bookstore and just look at every single nutrition book I could. This was pre-internet days. Well, yeah. I mean, it did exist, but it just wasn't as popular and there wasn't as, uh, enough information for me. Um, so I would read as many books as I could. And, and then I started do, trying different diets on myself to see what would manage my blood sugar levels. So mm -hmm. I did high carb, low carb, vegan, vegetarian, keto, you know, plant-based. I tried them all. Yeah. And it was through, you know, taking my health into my own hands is what really made me feel my best because I could sort of figure out and solve what worked for me. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that's like, um, that that's a lot of the problem that people have sometimes is you just hear like the nutrition food guy says, yes. I have to drink milk. So why wouldn't I drink milk? Why would they lie to me? Exactly. Right. But yeah. then, um, I think it's like, it's really key that you go and you, you do your own research and you find out your own, yes. like your, your own philosophies on things. That way, whenever you have the option yep. of, should I eat this or shouldn't I eat this? Is this going to be good for me mm -hmm. or isn't it? Yeah. You, you know what you're, what you're doing yes. before you do it. And everyone is so individual in terms of like what diet is good for them. You can have two twins and one could, you know, thrive off of a keto diet while the other person could thrive off of a high carb, let's say vegan diet. So everyone is, mm -hmm. Uh, very individual and that's why all my programs that I offer in terms of supplementation or meal plans are all individualized. Yeah. I don't have, you know, a copy paste program. Everything is for that specific client because I do believe everyone uh, needs a different meal plan and uh, needs something customized to their specific goals and needs. Okay. Okay. So I know a lot of times um, we get caught up in like paleo mm -hmm. and Atkins and all these different types of diets that yes. we're like, okay, this is going to solve it. I'm going to be in great shape. Yeah. All I just have to do is just follow this right to the T and I'm going to get to where I want right. to go. But this is not something that you can maintain for your whole entire life. Exactly. And that's where a lot of people run into problems. They'll try a trendy diet for who, who knows, maybe a few weeks or a few months, and they'll see results immediately. It could be due to water weight loss or who knows what it is. Uh, but then long term, they gain that weight back and sometimes even more. So it's about, in my opinion, having a balanced approach and nothing, and doing nothing too extreme yeah. and remembering that this is a lifelong journey and you have to choose an exercise program and a nutritional program that will be lifelong and that you can maintain for the rest of your life. It's not a quick fix. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when you're working with your clients and you're helping set them up with a, with a plan that's going to help work their body, fix their yeah. body, get them in better shape. Um, are you kind of setting them up for, for lifelong or are you just 
worrying about like this is what we want to do no, right now no, it's all lifelong it is all lifelong okay. absolutely uh, i want them to maintain it because for me nutrition and diet isn't just about looking great it's about you know, increasing your energy levels or clearing up your skin if you have skin issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something that most clients uh, or all clients will want for the rest of your life. You don't want to just look great for a wedding you're going to in a month or for a year or a, or a month or a week or however long. Yeah. Everyone wants to look their best and feel their best forever and extend their longevity as well. So all my programs are definitely lifelong programs. Okay, perfect. Okay, so at Continual Growth, we're all about like consistency. Yes consistency over everything so um what like when you have your clients do you try to do you just make them jump right into it and go all out or do you slowly work them in yeah i slowly work them in based on what i've seen in the past i mean you have two types of people you have type a who are all or nothing and if that's the way and they know they work that way they work best that way then maybe that's their approach. But most people, I tell them to ease into it. So mm-hmm. if I give them a program, I'll say, you know what, try try this program three, four days out of the week. And then once one or two weeks go by, maybe try five or six days out of the week. And this, the slower you ease into it, the more natural it feels for a lot of people as well. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like such a huge adjustment because they're just changing maybe one thing a day or two things a day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for someone who's who's newer to this yes and they need to be changing like one or two things a day what are yeah. what would you tell them to to start with honestly in terms of feeling your best and looking your best i would say moving every day it doesn't have to be a crazy workout class it could just be starting by walking around the neighborhood for 20 to 30 minutes um so moving every single day in my opinion is essential whatever that means to that person in terms of movement uh and then i would also say eating whole natural foods every single day that is essential because uh, of the nutrients the vitamins and minerals and yeah. fiber in those foods can that, you touch can mm-hmm. you touch a little bit more on like what is whole natural yeah foods? so things that occur naturally so for example an apple or a celery or you know spinach or anything that is in its whole form and yeah. has been untouched or unprocessed because those are the most nutrient dense foods available to yeah. us. So, so those those will provide us things like antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals, whereas processed foods, unfortunately, don't give us those things that our bodies actually need. So we need to stay away from things that are like in boxes. Yes, stay exactly. Away from, stay away from those middle aisles. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Stay around the perimeter of the grocery <laughs> store. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So what are some... I know you say like you like to make eating simple and not complicated. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so I I base this off of just... The average person. We're all super busy and I'm sure a lot of people can relate because a lot of people will give the excuse of I didn't have time or whatever time-based or busy or, you know, whatever their excuse is. So for me, I try and make things very approachable. So I make simple, healthy meals that don't take too much time to prepare or to make uh, because then people won't have excuses saying I didn't have 15 minutes to prepare my dinner or 20 minutes to prepare lunch or whatever is. So in terms of how I help my clients, uh, the recipes that I give them and the meal plans that I give them, you can make everything in less than 15 minutes. Uh, so there really is no excuse not to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know people 
people are going to say. They're going to say, but it doesn't taste good. I don't like the food. It doesn't taste That's good. That's where you use natural <laughs> herbs and spices to make it taste good. Yeah. And yeah. I think another thing, too, is because I was one of those people. I was mm-hmm. like, it doesn't taste good. Yeah. I used to just eat, like, chicken and broccoli. Right, right. But I've learned, mm-hmm. number one, your taste buds, like, they start to change when you they stop do. having so much sugar. Absolutely. And, and, and that food, that's yes. not good for you. Yes. Um. Yeah. But also... What was I saying? <laughs> Anyways, okay. So uh, we're making food, making food uh, simple and yes. not complicated. Yes. Um, and we're also we're also making sure the food tastes good. Yes. Um. So what do you kind of tell people when it comes to to having better tasting food and just making sure like what are the real things that they shouldn't be having? Yeah. So uh, I mean, sugar definitely is a very addictive ingredient that people uh, sometimes have to detox out of. So I always tell people to stop having any processed foods, specifically sugar. And yeah, you might feel like crap for a few days. You might have headaches or joint pain or low energy. But once you get through those few days, you will feel so good. Your energy levels will be through the roof. And just like you mentioned, your taste buds will change. So those foods that might have tasted a little bit bland will start to actually have flavor. And like I mentioned earlier, using fresh herbs, so things like cilantro or dill or whatever herbs you like, adding that to your food will make it very flavorful as well. So I always tell my clients to meal prep once or twice a week. So I choose like a Sunday and a Wednesday. And I do for Sunday, I will cook until Wednesday and Wednesday until Sunday, just so the food is fresh and exciting. If you cook for the entire week, you're going to get sick of eating the same thing every single day. So meal prep is huge. I know there are a lot of meal prep companies out there, but when you're following a meal plan from a nutritionist, sometimes you don't get what you need. So doing it yourself is really educational and helpful. Um, There's really no excuse. If you have an hour on a Sunday or half an hour on a Sunday, I'm a huge fan of making volume foods. So things like stir fries, big salads, um, you know, whether you like curry or just very um, large plates, but lower in calories if that person does want to lose weight. Um, So you still feel like you're eating a lot of food because you are, but it's it's a lot of plant-based foods, which are lower in calories naturally, but high in nutrients. Okay, perfect. So let's touch on... Let's touch on sugar really quick. Yes, okay? absolutely. So I know like you grow up and you, there's sugar everywhere. Yes. You're, you're addicted to sugar right yeah. when you're a kid. You don't even know it. Yeah. Um, do you, is there something that you do to help people understand more about how bad sugar is for you? And- to be honest, I think a lot of people know how bad it is. Yeah. It's, it's no secret. I think people are just so used to consuming it every single day and they don't really think about it. So maybe when they order a coffee, they don't realize there's like four pumps of a liquid sugar in that coffee mm-hmm. or they'll have gum and not realize they're still chewing a few grams of sugar in their gum or they'll have a little snack and, and they won't realize, you know, there's 30 grams of sugar in their healthy snack. It could even be a smoothie or something that's bought at the store. Um, So I I don't really have to educate people on why sugar is bad. It's more so how to remove it from their diet and replace it with better things. So using natural things like stevia, which is actually a plant that's very, very sweet. Um, You can buy it in a liquid form. You can buy it in a powdered form. Uh, 
that is extremely sweet. So it can give the client or person that taste of sweetness without having any calories or grams of sugar. So that's a great alternative for sugar. Okay, perfect. So we're also like, we're all about like habits, building better yes. habits, um, daily rituals. So yeah. what are like some things that you do, like some daily rituals or some daily habits that help you just stay Stay, keep up with like your, your nutrition. Yeah, no, absolutely. So for me, every single day, well, first thing in the morning and throughout the entire day, I always drink lots of filtered water. Uh, I'll squeeze some lemon juice in the morning just for extra detoxification. Um, and just to help with, you know, skin and prepping your stomach, um, to make it alkaline so that you are in an alkaline versus acidic state. Um, so for me, drinking lots of water is essential and uh, I do that as a habit and I think everyone should and make sure you're getting enough water. A lot of people will drink one or two glasses and think they're good for the day, but that's actually false. You should aim for around eight to 10 glasses a day, depending on your height and body weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so water, water with lemon and then moving every single day. So I love to train. I love strength training. So I will work out every day and obviously with my nutrition. I do lots of meal prep and I'm lucky enough to make my meals at home. So they are, are all very healthy. Um, so those are my habits, eating well every day, nutrient rich foods and training every day. So moving my body and then my lemon water. Okay. Is there like some unhealthy foods that you have (laughs) or like, um, to be honest, I don't, I don't really crave unhealthy foods. I really do feel satisfied drink, uh, drinking my water and eating whole plant-based foods. If I were to say like a guilty pleasure, I would say dark chocolate is definitely my go-to. I mm-hmm. love chocolate. Um, my taste buds have changed. So if I ever, you know, try a chocolate that has a lot of sugar in it, I just don't like it. So I go for like 70 or 75% uh, dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's very understandable. Like I used to crush ice cream. Like I love yeah. ice cream. And then I, I realized how bad it was. I, exactly. I made the move to, to frozen yogurt yes. and. Then like now, like I I don't eat as much anymore, but Mm -hmm. when I go back to like eat ice cream, it doesn't taste like it doesn't taste the same. Exactly. It used to to be so delicious. I used to love it so much. And now I eat it. I'm like, (laughs) not as satisfying. I don't like it that much. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happens with with a lot of people when they start to eat a lot of nutrient rich foods and actually get those vitamins and minerals that their body is craving. When they eat those processed foods, it's not as enjoyable to them. And for me, when I eat processed foods, I think to myself, am I gaining anything from this? Is it fueling my body the way I want it to? Mm -hmm. And it's not. So it's not as satisfying for me versus if I eat a nutrient rich, you know, vitamins, minerals, fiber meal while I'm eating it, I actually think to myself, wow, this is going to be put to use and I'm fueling my body properly. Okay. So what are some of like the biggest problems or situations that you've had to deal with or like maybe there's a common problem that always comes up yeah um what is it and how do you normally handle it so with my clients specifically uh, i have a lot of clients well two two issues are very common people will either under eat or overeat Mm -hmm. and the second thing is i train mostly women um so a lot of them don't eat enough protein specifically so protein is one of our macronutrients carbs fats and proteins are all essential And a lot of women that I train will come in and I'll say, you know, I'll go through the nutrition and I'll say, okay, how many grams of protein are you having a day? And they always say, oh, trust me, I I eat enough. I eat enough. And I tell them to write a food log so that I can actually count the grams per meal and then add it up and tally it up for the day. 
Most of them will get maybe 30 grams, if maybe pushing it to 40 grams. And these, these women weigh between 120, 140, 150 pounds. So when I tell them they need to have a gram of protein per pound of body weight, their jaws drop because they're not even getting half of what they need. Yeah. So I always educate people, you know, getting protein doesn't just have to be from animals. It can be from a lot of plant-based sources, things like kale, things like broccoli, uh, hemp seeds, all of those awesome foods are rich and high in protein. Um, so I'm not telling people to go out and, you know, you know, buy tons of meat. There can be, and there are many plant-based sources. So I always uh, educate my clients how they can incorporate more plant-based sources of protein into their daily lives. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So we're coming to the, coming to the end of the podcast. So what's like, one thing mm-hmm. that you would want to tell someone who's maybe they're, they're, they're starting to get more into, into fitness. Um, they're probably just unsure about nutrition. Mm-hmm. What's like one really, pe- one really good piece of advice that you would want to give to them? They are the only ones that have the power to change. A lot of people rely on experts. A lot of people uh, rely on motivational people, things, quotes, whatever it is. People, a lot of people forget that they are the only ones that can change their lives and the power is in, is within themselves. So whether you want to eat fast food, whether you want to eat a healthy meal, you're the one making the choice. Don't let people push you around and try and change your mind or bully you into doing something or, you know, peer pressure, you know, is a huge aspect as well. And every, you make, you make thousands of choices every single day and you are the one that's making them. So make the right ones that will empower your life and make the choices that will make you feel your best, look your best and do your best. Hey, hey, hey. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So where can, where can people find you? So, so I'm on Instagram at Jessica Morris Health. I also have a website, www.jessicamorrishealth.com and Facebook as well, Jessica Morris Health. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So you do, you do also, you do like online, like yes. anywhere, anywhere in the world. Yeah. Matter. Anywhere in the world to do online training, online meal plans, supplementation. Uh, and I do in person as well. If you're in Toronto or the GTA area, holler at me. Okay. Okay. Make sure to hit <laughs> her up. Okay. Jessica, thanks a lot for coming on Thank the show. You. We really enjoyed having Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And for all of our listeners, if you guys enjoyed this episode, you know what we need you to do? Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to rate and review. Make sure to tell a friend because that's how we're going to grow. You already know each one, teach one. And with that, kill every day and own your fucking life. Bless us.